0: Screamed the crowd as the bells came down and the world and slow with a two and throw. To so throw like throw, not throw Because I'm bad at English. Camera's moved. Not sure if I like that yet. Sup, kids? How are you doing today? Is this in the right place? That was an interesting noise. This could be the right place, right? Just just a little right here, right in front of my face. Some of you won't even know. Some of you will be listening to this in your car or on your pod... On your pods. Yeah, your pods. You heard me. I'm I'm sticking with it. I've gone real... Gone real northern. Well, not real northern. Weird, that, innit? We, we, we say northern, but... In terms of the entire landmass, north is in north Scotland's north, and I'm apparently not not allowed to be part of any of it because I'm from the Midlands. And then I rejected the Midlands by moving away to another part of the world. What a what an interesting musing we. Live in, but it's interesting that the camera moved because you know these things change. I can't keep this in camera set up every single time, can I? Because I have to go off and do things like meet Dave Zakin and discuss ceramics inside of his very nice apartment and marvel at the signs he has in his house, which I need to contact to remember about. There's a side note to the Dave Zakin interview, which you, if you haven't watched it, this is going to seem completely irrelevant. If you have watched it, it also seems completely irrelevant because we discussed this once the cameras are off. Dave has these fluorescent signs in his house. They're kind of like neon... Not fluorescent is not the right word. Neon signs in his house. And apparently they only cost like $20. And he gets them from a place in Chinatown. And now I really want to know where this place in Chinatown is. And I'm going to have to go out and reach out and find out. And we'll figure out what that's all about. But the reason I pointed out that the camera had moved Was a subtle nod to what we're going to discuss today. That is... We're... we're I, I don't know. I, I had some... I had a line... Like an intro line to run off with there. And you know what? It's just it's just falling away. You're watching me figure this out in real time. You realize that like every week, right? That's what this is. This isn't... There's no scripts to this. There's like maybe at least... Maybe one or two post-it notes which say... Hey, at some point you should make this point. And usually that point is just something which I've thought of... Whilst I was making the coffee on the walk from the kitchen to here. I don't make the coffee on the walk from the kitchen to here... That would be, I mean, that would be interesting. I was about to say that would be bad. But mainly it would just be impossible because there's no water connection in the middle of the apartment. But what I'm saying is, you watch me put this together in real time. Each thought, each process is me skipping along one drum beat at a time, one bass line hit as we converse. We're conversing. You may not realize it, right? You may not have gathered that through the 200 and something podcasts which have happened most of them involving me all of them involving me i haven't had one which didn't involve me but this is a conversation we're having a conversation even the order that i put them up in it's a conversation there's no avoiding that and it's me figuring out how i'm doing this you know every year i adjust something i get strange comments saying that this is a failure of a show because i've done 200 and something episodes and not got thousands and thousands of subscribers i honestly don't care And it's because this is a working progress. We're a constantly inconsistent working progress. That's the whole key to being human and being alive and being interested in what you're doing. I do this because I enjoy it and because it's fun. But the point I'm getting at is the point which I'm casually grasping towards, if you will, is that most of what we have in society now has removed this aspect of work in progress. See, I did have a point. I had a point, like, right from the beginning. All of this is weirdly planned, just in my head. It just doesn't go out in a linear format. I'm sorry. Get used to it. But, yeah, we we, we as a society have grown to a weird point, I think, within our lives. I think most people would agree with that. I don't think anyone else would disagree with that and say, yeah, we're on track. <laughs> if you do, hit me up. Let's, ta- let's talk. I, I, that we're on track as a society, culture, world... Species, let me know that we're on track because I would love to have that conversation. But no, we, you know, we we constructed this a society which really values the product, right? And I, most people will say that this is capitalism. Most people will come in and say yes, because this is this is product is product creates profit, and profit is what value society puts on things. If you haven't got profit, come talk to me. That's 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 the view of things. But I'd say it's also. It's just also kind of human, right? Isn't it, to just to want the product, to want the item, right? To not not much the item, but the outcome. You want the outcome, right? When you when you think of like let's say a film, right? You you go to the cinema and you watch the film. Prior to the film, you could learn how everything's made. You could learn how things get to that point. But as human beings, on a level, we want the spectacle. We want the spectacle of something coming out of nowhere. And just being like, we made this. Enjoy. And you may not enjoy it, but you may enjoy it. But either way, you will be more interested in the how it was made once you've seen the finished product. And this is what's interesting, I think, about a lot of the clickbait content online. And a lot of the, the short videos you see which say, wait till the end. Just just wait till the end. It's a five minute video, but wait till the end. And by the way, whenever I see that, I automatically click away. Because, I don't know, I'm self-destructive in manners I can't quite figure out just yet. But... That's the, that's the thing. They're wanting the anticipation to pay off, right? And they want that anticipation because you want to see the finished product. You want to see the outcome. You don't care about the accident. You want to see the crash when it gets to the end of the video. So then you can track back and be like, oh, this makes so much sense. And that's really interesting. I wonder why they made that design choice. Well, they made that design choice because halfway down the line this happened. But halfway down the line when that was happening, you don't care about that, do you? Like you might care if you're interested in that field, you might care if you're interested in that craft. I, I I imagine you know woodworking people, watching woodworking videos, will be interested no matter what part of the process. But to me, I'd love to see the finished armoire. Don't know why I chose armoire. The finished armoire at the end, and then track back. You know, go, oh hey, there's an armoire, and then track back because on some level if I see the armoire and I can figure out how it's made I'm less interested in how it's made right and I think that lends itself to audiences in modern art and why a lot of people are unimpressed by modern art because a lot of modern art could be created by anybody practically you know like a splatter painting can be created by anyone found art could be created by anybody so they see that and then they go well I could make that that's not that uh, impressive. Practically. Conceptually, they probably couldn't. Wouldn't be their deal. Wouldn't be something they would have thought of. But, now that they see it, they're like, yeah, well, I get it. Yeah, but also, I can make that. It doesn't take the skill that I would imagine is required to create art in the first place. Therefore, I can waft it away like a leaf in the wind. But, where's Carpentry? construction all these things you see them and you're like oh hey that's a thing that's crazy i would be interested in watching a documentary about that i'll sit for 20 minutes and figure out how the pie is made changing metaphors at a rapid pace here so when I see these videos online, I see kind of people chatting about how nobody cares about the process and nobody cares about this, that, and the other. Nobody, the, the, the main one which gets me, and I think I imagine the reason I wrote this down in the first place was because the amount of Instagram uh, reels I get fed, which is show me something which takes longer than the audience expects it to, or something to that paraphrase in some. Capacity. It'll come to me later on, and it'll annoy me that I wasn't able to quote it in the exact moment. um No, that was it because the lots of sped up videos. You get a lot of sped up videos on Instagram as well, which is just like you know time lapses. People love a time lapse. You know, I've, I'm guilty of it. I've thrown time lapses up because they're engaging. People like, oh, that's where's this line going to go next? That's interesting. This is coming out of nowhere. <gasps> oh my god, the suddenly color and, and magic, and they want the, the final product. They're interested in it. But then it started a trend, it started a counter-trend of something, which is like, show me something, which is in real time. I don't know why it sounds like an elf when I'm trying to do this robotic American accent, by the way, but I'm sticking with it. Show me something! It sounds kind of like Bo Burnham, but really high-voiced. Just like a really high-voiced (laughs) Bo I'm sorry, Bo Burnham. I'm I'm sorry. Come on the podcast, let's chat about it. Anyway, so, we... We look at this and we look at this as society and then artists have looked at this and goes, nobody appreciates the process anymore. Nobody appreciates the amount of time and everything which goes into it. And there's that other song, there's a lyrical song, which is like, it costs, it, it costs this much because it takes me fucking ages. It, you know, that mentality, and on one level, I completely appreciate that mentality, by the way. Right? It does take hours to produce something. It takes often weeks to produce something. It can take years to produce a final product. In some capacity, in some cases... I'm currently working on a project... Which has taken me a couple of years... Because I do it in between all the other things... Which I do within my life... And... Sometimes the price... Which you put on the end of it... Can be a bit stinging to yourself... Because people will look at it and say... Well that's too expensive... You know, It costs that much, why would it cost that much? Because they haven't seen it... They haven't seen the hours and hours and hours... Which you've put into that project... They haven't seen the the physical time you put into an object, the cost of producing it, the anything like that. Currently, as of right now, I'm working on hosting an event, f- which is free. You know, that event wasn't free to make. It didn't. It, it, it wasn't free to host. It wasn't free to put on to make advertising materials from. But the end result will come, and no doubt someone will complain about it. I'm expecting that. I'm prepared for that. Because I'm used to that mentality. And you can give something away for free and people will still question its worth. Which is insane, right? It seems insane. And I got th- me thinking about how we're we're all, like to say we're in a capitalist society and to say we're in a, a product oriented society and an outcome oriented society. I'm gonna stop using product because I think outcome is a better word. We're an outcome oriented society. To say we are living within that it's interesting that when we are children, we are very much taught that showing you're working is the key to everything, he says with a profound hand gesture, when it wasn't that profound. It was staring us all right in the face. And you all know what I'm talking about, right? You take a lesson, you do mathematics, or whatever you want to call it, math, as they call it, or you do art, or you do English, they expect you to write an essay about it. How did you get to this outcome? How did you come to this conclusion? How did you get to this answer especially in maths maths is the one which i think of most of it, and chemistry as well anything which involves equations and elements and all those kinds of things they want the formula they want to know that you didn't just pop a number in there and guess it mainly because they want to to know that you understand the material you're given i understand why they ask you to do this by the way don't hit me up in the dms i understand why children are asked to show their working but even art art's even exactly the same in school and think of all the coursework you did right Even if you didn't take art through to a higher level, think of all the coursework you did. How many sketchbooks? How many books and sketches and drawings of things which you didn't really have a relation to the project, but you were told you needed more pages in the sketchbook? How many extra paragraphs did you write to explain your working, explain how you got to this methodology? And then you get to the very end, and you get marked on your final piece. Cheers. Oh, you don't. You get marked on both. But, in the outside world, in the world behind the structure, behind the walls, behind all the steel fences currently describing my old school, behind all of that, in the outer world, nobody cares. Nobody cares about the process. Nobody cares about the thinking time, the orientation time, the thousand hours you put in to become proficient in the skill which you're doing yet the earliest lesson we're given when we're in school is that that matters that counts thinking time counts thought time counts do you know the final exam for uh photography and art or at least when i was in school it's like a, it's like an all-day exam it's like a four-hour exam for a photograph or a singular photograph for a singular painting a singular drawing you're expected to sit there and create it on the day and a lot of people didn't realise that right a lot of people thought that was insane and I think that's kind of insane to do that it's kind of insane to have that as an exam and it's because those, those ideas don't line up you know, conceptually those ideas don't line up. They I don't they line up with the structure of putting on an exam and the structure of having a system in order to grade someone on an artistic process. But when you transfer that into reality, it just doesn't make any sense. It's not a way of actually doing things. And this comes into the methodology which is all structured within the whole AI realm and why AL AI, AI is AL why AL is gonna be so um Damaging to the world around us and the the processes around us is because major corporations don't care about the process. They don't care about the thinking time because they're profit orientated. They're profit orientated. They're not you know, they're not outcome orientated. They're just there to say, "Hey, we need we need a picture of a cat. Cool. How do I get that picture of a cat? Doesn't matter as long as we get the picture of the cat. They're done, sorted, ship it, put it on a t shirt and a water bottle, and sell it to the kids." that's their interest so why would they rely on artists to do that why would they rely on anybody to do that when they could do it themselves and it's because there's no concept into it either it's like oh well we want a picture of a cat therefore picture of a cat doesn't matter if that cat has a sense of ennui doesn't matter if the weight of the world is crushing that cat doesn't matter if that cat kind of has a human face looking at you medievalists. just go look at a cat I'm just saying you can draw a horse why can't you draw a cat it's a little weird No one pays for thinking time. That's the reality If we were to cut these podcasts down, if I was to trim them just to the final notes, to the final five minutes where I actually make some sort of point, that's what you're interested in. That's what most people are interested in. That's where you want to come along for the journey if you're interested in the journey and the idea that I might come to an outcome. But in the day-to-day society doesn 't really matter I I thought about this the other day when I was getting coffee it 's interesting coffee 's interesting as a as a process, and if we compare it to the, this example right with food we 're often not shown the process for food we 're not shown the process of food because industrialization processes for food make us feel a little bit queasy at times, having worked in kitchens, it should. But even in like a nice restaurant or even just in a simple bakery or anything like that, we're not shown that process. We're not shown the intricacies, the time management, the weighing, the measuring, the physical labor which goes into creating bread. We're not shown any of that because at the end of it, what we actually want is the convenience of going into a store and purchasing a nice loaf of bread. We then eat that bread and then we think to ourselves, wow, this must have been through a great process. I'd love to know a little bit more about that process, and we put more research into it. The same with coffee. I go to a coffee shop. What do I want? I want coffee. I'm there for an idea. I'm there for. I'm there for an idea. I'm there for an outcome. I'm there for something to quench my thirst and give me the caffeine which I desire. Do I care how you make it? No, I couldn't. You could make it from instant granules for all I care. Uh, you can make it from a pour over, you can make it from an espresso machine. It doesn't really matter to me at that instance of time. It's only once I've had it and I go, hmm, this is really nice, this is really good. What kind of process did this go through to get to that? It's very rare I watch the person make my coffee. One, because I feel like it makes the person making my coffee incredibly uncomfortable, and that's kind of a weird to do. I tend to just stare off in space, disassociate. Or look at the people around me and make them feel uncomfortable because they're all watching me order coffee. They're watching my process and I don't want to be watched during my process. I want to be left alone to get my coffee. That's all I'm saying. But they care about the outcome. They care that if I'm going to mess up, if I'm going to drop my coffee, if I'm going to have a problem with the barista. They care about the outcome. So they're watching the process for signs of the outcome. Society is a little weird like that. Anyway, I skipped my point completely. Anywho, what I'm saying is that's the society, right? That's human nature. The nature of us wanting answers. We always want answers to things. It's why when you hear something, your curiosity peaks. It's why on a primal level, you hear something and your brain skips to the end and it goes, Oh, hey, that could be a predator. We should probably leave right now. You know, that, that that's that's how it goes Oh, oh, that's a pleasant noise Right now, when I wake up in the morning uh, And I wander through to the kitchen There is the sound of a cat And now I don't know cat noises But it sounds like the cat's in trouble It mews for quite a while But I don't know if that's because it's mewing to be let in Or mewing because it's injured Or mewing because it just wants to piss people off But that's the noise I hear most mornings But my ears peek up to it And they're like, oh hey I want to know the answer. I want to know the outcome. I want to know the the outcome of this situation. I don't really care about the process. Don't really care about what the cat does on its day-to-day. Don't care if it's got stocks and bonds. Don't really care if its name is Maurice. But I named it Maurice. And there's not much I can really do about that now. It just happens to be a cat called Maurice. But that's the outcome. And I don't care about where the cat came from. Which is a conflict. Because recently, I said... You know, I care about all these things. I care about those tragic stories. I care about those intonations. But that's because we're discussing something else. We're discussing items of inclination. We're discussing intent. We're discussing, you know, outcomes which may come later on. But from the point of interest of just, oh, hey, you know, what's going on today? I just want the outcome. Society wants the outcome. Did I have a point to this? I guess I had a point to this. I guess it's easy to be disheartened. That's it. That's the end point. No, it's easy to be disheartened with the process and media and creation and anything, really. You know, not just fine art or regular art. (laughs) Fine art or regular art. Those are the two types of art in this world. It's it's just... When you are living in a system where the outcome is the valuable part... And that's outside of capitalism, that's just in general. When you're living in that system and you feel like you're just a cog and you feel like you're underappreciated and you feel like the process you're going through is completely hidden in the dark, it's important to remember that that is the case for all things within the world. It's not just relating to your process. It relates to all things, all situations. And if you have an interest in exposing your process to the world... It's important to do that from a point of view of, well, if I want people to be interested in this, then it needs to have some value to them to begin with. Personally, I have no interest in you knowing my process. I have no interest in you particularly being involved in that process. I just want to put stuff out into the world which I enjoy and I think other people would enjoy. So I do that. I fling stuff into the world at any point in time. In order just to land it. And I'm extremely comfortable with that. The process part to me is kind of messy. The process part to me is kind of my thing. It's personal. It's the journey I'm going on. It's not necessary for the audience to understand that. What's necessary for the audience to understand. Is to get the end product. The end outcome. And interpret their own story. And I think that's half the battle as well. Is inspiring the curiosity to know the story rather than exposing too much rather than exposing too much of the process myself and creating disinterest by accident maybe that's why I hide things maybe that's why I'm constantly Not showing my work in progress. I never liked that part of the test where I had to explain what I was doing. I don't like explaining what I'm doing. I think that's pretty evident. I just like to do things. And I'm going to continue. And I hope you continue to. But maybe this helps, maybe it doesn't. All you really need to remember is, you can show you're working all you want you can explain your process all you want but people don't pay for the process people pay for the outcome and then they'll pay for your process afterwards I don't know if that's disheartening or if it's inspiring but it is what it is and something for you guys to remember I'll talk to you guys later